Good evening. I'm Jim. With me is Tyler. The Pirates are coming off of a doubleheader sweep. Tyler, I don't even really know where to begin tonight. <laughs> but let's just say final score, Pirates 16, Nationals 1. And uh, who are these guys? Like, this is just, this is ridiculous. They're the part's good. The, they're beating the hell out of people. They're beating the hell out of people. Yeah. Uh, I was on with D Doug earlier and we were discussing the pirates at this point. And I mentioned that this April's not fluky. Like they are dominating teams. They're not just scraping by these one run games that they shouldn't win. No, they are beating the crap out of teams. They're good right now. They are good right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they're so the win today, makes them 20 and eight on the season. Um, they lead the national league and wins first team in the national league to 20 wins. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure this is also a franchise record for wins in April, which is kind of nuts. Don't quote me on that, but like, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I'm pretty sure that's correct. I saw that somewhere, but so if somebody wants to just like verify that for me, Please do so. But they're 20 and eight. They're 11 and four now on the road away from PNC Park. Um, the the pitching is just outstanding. The hitting people are just crushing the ball. Jason DeLay has like a 1050 OPS. Jack Sawinski's basically like an MVP contender right now. Um, Miguel Andujar comes up today and just is like, like it's like the Pirates traded for Babe Ruth last year. I've I don't know what's going on. Like is this team is like Are they're they legit. Like someone cheat someone's got to be cheating here. They're good. Like this team is good. They're flat out. They're a good baseball team. And yeah, like the Nationals suck. Like let's let's get it out of the way. But like the Pirates are doing to the Nationals what teams like the Mets couldn't do to the Nationals. The Mets couldn't do this. Meanwhile, here's the Pirates. They outscore the Nationals. 22 to four today over the two day span. And uh, yeah, game two, 16 to one. I guess if we're going to start some, I mean, I, I guess before we start anywhere, I mean, is anything else we want to kind of get out? Just like how crazy this is. I, it's just weird. Like I, I've not really turned a game on on time yet this year. Cause I'm always behind doing something. And it feels like every time I turn the game on, they're up two nothing, one nothing, three nothing in like the second inning. Every yeah. night. Every night. Like I mean, tonight, one nothing they scored one in the first, one in the second, two in the third, four in the fourth. Fourth inning comes around and it's eight nothing. Like yeah. the game's over. Like, like they're just putting teams away early. Mm -hmm. They're getting ahead early. The pitching is staying consistent. Like this game was a laugher from the the fourth inning on 
Like, I mean, the Nationals were, were done, were absolutely done. The Pirates were putting in, you know, Drew Maggi got two hits, two hits today. Um, the Nationals were putting position players in. Like, it's just, it's so fun to be on the other side of games like this. Like, because we've been, this is what the Pirates have been yeah. And look like the pirates have been the nationals the past few years. Yeah. We were, we've been the ones that have to sit through and lose 16 to one, the teams, as we see Josh van meter throwing 55 mile an hour fastballs down the middle in the eighth inning. Right. That's typically what we've been used to. And here we are now we're doing this to teams and it, it's incredible. I think the pirates are feeling themselves so much that Castro and Marcano flip positions late in the game for fun. Because in the eighth and ninth inning, Marcano was at short, Castro was at second, yeah. and nobody mentioned anything. Like it wasn't even in the scorebook. Yeah, it's in there now. But Is like, it? yeah, but they did. They just like apparently just switched around. Connor Joe played three positions today. Like, <laughs> like they're yeah, feeling like, themselves. They were just like, let's just go out there and have fun. We're beating this team sixteen to one. I mean, I mean, at the point they were actually beating them sixteen to nothing. Johan Ramirez gives up a, a home run to, to spoil the shutout, but my goodness, let's, let's, I guess let's begin. I think the place to begin here is Vince Velasquez. Um, this, he goes six scoreless today. He started off a little shaky, like the first inning, first inning didn't look great. Second inning strands, the base is loaded. Third inning, he comes out there and he's sitting on a four, nothing lead. Right. And then he just cruises the rest of the way. So he goes six scoreless innings. Uh, he hasn't given up a run in, I think, 18 innings now. Yeah, 18 straight scoreless innings for Vince Velasquez. Um, he's been outstanding. Ever since that White Sox game, he's mm-hmm. been outstanding. Yeah. And with him, along with a couple other guys in the rotation right now, we're seeing heavy breaking stuff like we know what rich hill is that's what he loves to do but velasquez the day he he probably came close to doubling up his fastball with a slider he was a heavy slider today we've seen it with rowanzi mm-hmm. lately it's it's like it's just an organizational philosophy that they're buying into right now that they've kind of flipped on halfway through this april it's yeah. working yeah, in particular, those first couple innings where he was struggling, he was leaning heavily on that slider because you could tell like he just wasn't on. Um, and I think he he threw basically 65% sliders those first two innings. So he was leaning on that pitch heavily to get him some outs. Um, you know, as the game progressed, it kind of evened out to, to more normal usage. He threw 50% sliders for the game. But yeah, I mean, that pitch, I think, I mean, Donardo's the one who always tweets it out. I, I, it's like the third yeah. best slider in all of baseball or something like that. Um, and again, like he didn't look great out of the gate today, but once he got that 4 nothing lead, yeah. he really settled in. Um, and he, he was on cruise control from that point forward. Yeah, that's something the Pirates are really doing well this year is after they jump out, get a run or two early, they're coming out and getting that zero the next inning. Yep. That's huge, just momentum-wise, being able to shut them out after your team puts up some runs. We, we're not used to seeing that. No, I mean, and, and that's and that's big. Like the the fact, like these starting pitchers have just been outstanding. Uh, I think Velasquez with Hill going the quality start and Velasquez going the six innings, 
I think that was 18 quality starts now yep. on the year for the Pirates. Yep. At this point last year, the Pirates had one. Yep. One. So they go from one to 18 in a one-year span, and you can see the difference that that has made. The Pirates now have more wins now than they did on Memorial Day weekend last year. Yeah, the the pit. And we it's April. <laughs> we can. Everyone likes to talk up and down about what the bats are doing, but it's really just comes back to the pitching. That rotation has been stellar. There's there's nothing more you can say in 2023 when you can get six innings. That's just six innings, 18 times. Not to mention the times that weren't quality starts. That's a lot of innings you're starting pitching. Uh, pitching has been eating so far this year. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you guys mentioned it on the first post-game show today. You know, you had Holderman, Bednar, and you used Bednar in that ninth inning with a three-run lead. And you're like, well, hopefully, you know, we don't really need him in game two. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't need him in game two. So They didn't um, need anybody, really. They, no, they could have. They could have put Drew Maggi in there to pitch <laughs> if he wanted to. That, you know what? That's what we should have seen. <laughs> Sheldon should have put Maggi in there to pitch the ninth. That would have been happy. That would have been outstanding. And it just like an epic, happy. that would that would have been just like an epic troll job too. Like really, it would have. Oh god, yeah. So I mean, just again, Vince Velasquez. The ERA is now down to three point zero six. Um, it's just it's incredible the turnaround because you look and in, in particular, like I want to talk about the slider just a little bit. Um, it's again, it's one of the best pitches in baseball right now. One of the best sliders in baseball. Last year. Vince Velasquez's slider was terrible. <laughs> like it was a bad pitch for him. It was actually one of his worst pitches that he threw. It had a run value of uh, four, which means like you don't want to be in the positive when it comes to a run value on your pitch. And his was four. Uh, this year going into today, it was negative six. So just a huge difference that we've seen on that slider in particular uh, from last year to this year. So I don't know what Oscar Marine is doing to these guys, but whatever he's doing to Vince Velasquez seems to be working. Yeah. I, I cannot remember if it was it Velasquez that kind of incorporated that sweeper slurve type action last year with the slider. I could be wrong on all that. I don't see one. Like, I mean, like, like StatCast isn't identifying yeah. a sweeper, but that could be, but, but there's, yeah. A lot more dive action, I think, with this the slider this year. Doesn't really hunt, uh, run horizontal that much, it doesn't seem. But it does have quite a bit more vertical movement. Right. Yep. It's I don't know if it was similar last year, but this version of it, it's kinda like Joe Musgrove through when the pirates went through that little phase of loving the slider. It's that uh four seam football slider. That's uh, Roger Beshin's reference. Never mind. I'm just taking us off the rails. Yeah, it's a really good pitch. Yeah, I mean, it's an excellent pitch. And then, like I said, it's crazy just to see how it went from a poor – like it wasn't even like an average pitch last year. Like it was a bad mm -hmm. pitch. It went from a bad pitch, and now it's one of the best sliders in the game. So pretty pretty incredible turnaround from Vince Velasquez. Uh, and uh, I'm just – I just really hope that he keeps it up so I can win that under 4.5 ERA that uh yeah you know i was so confident that on. you can get so much <laughs> off of because you laid down a lot of money on that one. Oh yeah for sure all right so vince velasquez another great start cody bolton coming in making his major league debut um 
I mean, at that point, the game was pretty much over. Yeah. So he was just kind of, you know, on cruise control as well. But two scoreless innings out of Cody Bolton, a guy that we've been paying attention to for a long time. He was a pretty, pretty hyped up prospect after having a lot of success in the lower levels of the minors. You know, injuries kind of have derailed him and, and kind of brushed him to the side over the last few years. But it's really nice to see him now in the majors. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to stick around. I don't know how good he's going to be. But uh yeah, nice, nice two scoreless innings major league debut from Bolton. Did you see anything in particular there that? No, yeah. I mean when you're up thirteen nothing, <laughs> it's really hard to identify anything. I'm, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, his stuff certainly isn't what it was like right. when he was, you know, dominating the minors. I will say this: like he definitely had some adrenaline going. He, he his fastball averaged ninety four today. I know when I saw him three weeks ago, he was like 91, 92. Yeah. So he was pumping it a little bit higher than normal. I mean, if he can, if he can keep that in that range, then, you know, maybe he can, can be pretty good. Cause I mean, the guys, the guys had success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just another guy with the injury history. Good to see him get a little bit of a shot here today, but it's hard to yep. take anything from this kind of game. Once you're up by that amount. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the nationals took all, I mean, the nationals put Jeter downs in the game. They put Michael Chavis. Michael in the Chavis. Game. He just like, came out. Yeah, he just came out of nowhere. I didn't even yeah. know what. Like I was like, where Michael Chavis came from, and all of a sudden he's catching like a, a ball yeah. down territory. I'm like, when when I, when did that happen? Didn't know he was still in baseball. <sighs> all right, so great great performance by the pitching again, but let's talk about the bats. Like they they just absolutely exploded. Um, they jumped on Chad Cool. They you know they they kind of. You know, they were consistent early on, got the run in the first, got mm. the run in the second, and they did that mostly by, you know, small ball. So a lot of sacrifice flies, a lot of sacrifice bunts at the beginning of the game. Uh, you know, you had, you had guys getting on base, being moved over, and then being being hit in. So that's how they kind of got that lead to begin with. But then come the fourth inning, it was just <laughs> it was bad practice. It was full <laughs> speed ahead. Like they just started teeing off. Um, one, two, three, four, five doubles today, a triple, two homers. Jack Sawinski, grand slam, hit the ball 444 feet, just absolutely demolished it. 114 miles an hour. <sighs> Andujar's homer came off a position player, but it was the second of the day. Like, Let's actually talk about, so the first person I want to talk about, Carlos Santana. I feel like, you know, he came up big in a lot of those early spots. He had three hits today, went three for four, drove in three runs, scored two of them. It's so refreshing because this he's he has stepped in and he's filled a position where the Pirates haven't had much, much luck at. Uh, yeah. You know, Josh Bell had a couple, like, really good months at first base. And really, other than that, Pirates haven't had a good first baseman in, in you know, a better part of a decade. Yeah, and not to mention with him, the glove has been phenomenal over there. He makes plays that we haven't really seen a first baseman for the Pirates make, aside from defense for replacements. Uh, also, something to note that I noticed today, I think we're starting to see that band of the shift coming into play with him because I think he hit three rockets right where that third baseman would have been standing there in shallow right field. That seems to really be helping him so far. And he's just hitting the ball hard. He's hitting the ball hard. He's, I mean, like I said, the double hit the ball hard down the line, just timely hitting good at bats every single time. 
he's he's got his average up to 281 slugging Damn. 438 like the guy's just putting up professional bat after professional bat after professional bat and like you said he's playing good defense at first just just an absolute great turnaround from him because i mean he was fine last mm-hmm. year but he you know wasn't anything special uh he's having fun like the, the, the clubhouse yeah. obviously loves him um he's providing you know Obviously, very valuable uh, veteran leadership right now. I'm, and the uh, first game, whenever Castro gets picked off, I think Castro is the first one to go grab him. Just knows, yeah, yeah. Or so, Castro, Santana. I'm sorry, Santana. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He just has a really good. Um, he's got a really thing, really good thing going with everyone in the clubhouse. You know, the the the, the suit jacket, right. the jacket was was all Santana, and I guess Cruz had a part in that too, but. Man, it, this team's just—they're playing so well right now. They're—they're they're having so much fun, and it's just—it's just awesome to watch these guys. Because I—I—I I mean, I'm even going back to like when the Pirates were good, like 2013, 14, 15. I don't even remember stretch. I don't remember stretches like this. Like they were just consistently good, but they weren't. Yeah, they there was 20 games in a month. Right. Good. There was maybe a stretch or so in 2013, but nothing mm-hmm. like this. And it was definitely never in April. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they've jumped ahead right now and they're doing what they're doing just right off the, right off the bat, straight out of the gates. It's just getting everyone excited. I mean, and like I said, Santana's had a huge part in that. I think McCutcheon also has had a huge part in that. McCutcheon was basically the only player to not really do a whole lot in game two today. Um, he did have a sacrifice fly, one of three sacrifice flies the Pirates had today. Which I think coming into today, the Pirates were tied for the lead. Uh, with sacrifice flies this year. Just another example of how well this team is doing the little things. We see the sacrifice yep. fly. We see, see the stolen bases. They're just doing all the small things very well right now. They're doing all the small things very well. And they're doing all the big things very right. well too. Like, like they're just doing everything well. Yeah. The small things, like we mentioned, like sacrifice bunts. Arcano had a sacrifice bunt early on to move runners over. And that ended up being a, a Jason delay sacrifice fly that scored that moved in a run that was in the second inning. So like they're playing the small ball when they need to play the small ball, but then they're also very capable of playing the big ball too. I guess if that, if you want to refer to it as that uh, and they did, they did both today. They were, they were playing small ball to begin with. And then, then they started pouring it on. And then it turned into pitching defense in the three-run homer, except it was yeah. a grand slam. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty pretty much it. Um, so Santana again can't can't say enough about him. And we we keep talking about Jack Sawinski, but I think we need to talk about him again. Like three more hits in game two. He drives in five runs. He he didn't steal a base in, in game two. He actually got caught stealing. It was like the yeah. one bad thing anybody did yeah. all game. But three for six, five RBIs. He's hitting 297 now, which is like a 100-point jump from last year. On-base percentage over 400. He's got an OPS of 1,069. He's basically Juan Soto right now. <laughs> like, like He's like peak Juan Soto. Yeah. And he's doing it away from PNC Park. Another big point. Just, yeah. He's he's having decent at-bats against lefties. He's crushing righties. All the underlying numbers show that it's not a bunch of luck. He's seeing the ball really well. He's The swing and miss isn't 
as prevalent in his game right now. And obviously the walk rates through the roof. I mean, I, I never imagined this would happen. And I I sent it out today. Like he simply just doesn't swing at pitches out of the zone. Like if the ball is outside of the strike zone, he does not swing at it. And, and when the ball's in there, like he's still striking out, you know, a, a decent amount, but when he makes contact, it's loud. Very. <laughs> and he's doing it often enough that the strikeouts right now aren't, they're not even a concern. I don't even know what his strikeout rate's at at this point. I, I think he's like right around 25. Which yeah. is a lot more manageable than the 30 we were looking at last year. Also, mm-hmm. whenever you bump the walk rate up as much as you are. And he, he's somehow just barreling up every single baseball he sees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 27 and a half percent strikeout rate actually. So, so it's bumped up a little bit, but yeah, 27 and a half percent, but he's walking 17 and a half percent of the time. And, and like you mentioned, when he hits the ball, he he's barreling it and it's, he's hitting it hard. Literally every time, every time (laughs) his expected weighted on base average is like 450. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's it's wild. Like that's um, expected number. And like and, and it's not even just the offense. Like he's got five stolen bases. Yeah. He's playing great defense. Uh, he's he robbed the home run in the Dodgers game. He made a couple really nice plays today in the outfield that I felt like, you know, that they didn't really get a lot of attention because the pirates were just beating them up at the time. But right, he's just he's turning into a really good baseball player like all around and it's pretty incredible to see because last year when we when we saw him and even when he was hot like it was like okay this guy this guy has one tool and that's he can hit the ball over the fence but really everything else isn't that great so he's probably not going to be like a really good major leaguer like he'll be serviceable but you know because he's really good at one thing but that's it now he's really good at multiple things and it's just snowballing into a really good player. And he's only, he's only 24 years old. Like, is, are we just like seeing the beginnings of Jack Swinski turning into a monster? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm pumping the brakes still on Jack Swinski. Right. The league Pumps is the brakes on me. Cause I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm, yeah. I'm no, I'm, I, I'm full speed. Ahead it's right hard now. not to get there. Cause I was just on this whole rampage about Rodolfo Castro earlier that I'm a believer in him now. I'm pumping the brakes right now on Sawinski only because the league's going to punch back here at some point. They're going to find his weakness and we'll see how he reacts to that. But it is very encouraging that last year the league did punch back after they saw that Mm -hmm. one tool that was very good and he struggled with it. He's countered now. We'll see what happens next. He hit his 25th career home run today. In 127 games played. Yeah, he can put the ball over the wall. <laughs> He's going to be like a three-war player for his career by tomorrow. Yeah, and four weeks ago, we were arguing whether he should be on the team. Yeah. This is just incredible, the turnaround. <laughs> like, And then you saw him in spring training. He was lost. Mm-hmm. The dude was completely lost in spring training. And even the first couple weeks of the season – it was like, how long can we keep this up with Jack Sawinski? And instead, he's just completely turned around. He, I mean, he's the best player on the team right now. Oh, yeah. 
Like, it's Connor Joe and Jack Sawinski right now. Mm-hmm. Those are your two best players. But yeah, four weeks four weeks ago, I was saying that on April eighteenth, you're st- I'm going to be complaining about Jack Sawinski for the fourteenth day in a row, arguing that he should be sent down. Well, it's now April 29th, and he's an MVP candidate. <laughs> Just ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, gosh, what's next? I mean, we've got, we've got more things to talk about. Um, I don't want to go too, too long here. Cause we already had a 30 minute post game show before this, but, uh, Brian Hayes, two hits today. Um, Brian Reynolds, two more hits today. Let's, I, I guess let's talk about, let's talk I, about Drew Maggi a little bit. All right. So, I mean, this is cause this is going to be the last time the last time we ever have to talk about Drew Maggi. Okay. All right. Last time we ever have to talk about him. Um, I don't think anyone was really a fan of him sticking around, right? But I think none of us really anticipated that he literally, his presence would not matter whatsoever at all in any of these games that he's been in. Um, I mean, t- he so he's, he gets sent down today, option to double A, but because it's a double header, the Pirates get a 27th man. So you're optioned. He's 0 for 4 for his major league career. You know, 13 years in the minors, finally gets in at bat, gets a game played. The dude has been a part of some pretty fun baseball games so far. Yeah. Um, he gets in today's game in the seventh inning. Yeah. Seventh inning, he enters into the game and he laces an RBI single. Immediately after a Jason Delay triple, mind you, <laughs> so, like this is this is just the, the wacko world we live in. Jason Delay triple, Drew Maggi pinch hits, laces his first career hit, gets his first career RBI. Pretty cool moment. Pirates dugout just erupts. Um, you know, I, it was kind of cool watching the replay of the hit. They like zoomed in on Maggi yeah. and like he, he hits it. I mean, he hits it square. He, he lined it right up the middle. And he's just, you know, the smile as he's as he's running out down to first. Really, really cool moment there. I know you're not much for sentimentality, yeah. Tyler, but uh, I mean, you had to have, you had, you have, you gotta love that. You gotta love it. Yeah, I'm in fear of being yelled at again on Twitter. So I love the moment. It was really great to watch and be happy. Very happy for him. He got his health insurance. Good for Drew Maggi. There you go. That's the most we're gonna get out of you. <laughs> it, re- it really was a cool moment. Like watching him yeah. smile down the line. It's great when you're up by mm-hmm. 13 and you can enjoy moments like that. Yep. Yep. I'm so, glad it yeah. happened the way it did. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, honestly, the whole like I, there was a lot of Drew Maggi discourse really throughout the course of this entire week, and all of it was just for nothing <laughs> because yep. none of it ended up mattering. We ended up getting the good story. We ended up getting the good vibes. Uh, Jimothy right here, feel good story, brings good vibes. Good vibes matter. And, and yeah, at the end of the day, did he, should he have been on the team? You know what? Who cares? At this point, who cares? Didn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, we, we got a good moment out of it. Got a cool, got, got, he got his first hit, got his first RBI, got a double in the ninth inning off a, off a position player. So, yeah, Drew Maggi, I apologize for any discourse I may have started on Twitter. Because <laughs> you know what? I apologize for nothing. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. It did and not matter. Every every story needs a villain. I'll gladly be the villain in this one. 
but it had a storybook ending. So there we go. Yep. All right. Good for Drew Maggi. Good for Drew Maggi. <clears throat> what else we want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, it's a sixteen to one win. It's, it's just sixteen I mean, to one. I so you know what we talked about the Maggi smile. I think I saw Brian Reynolds smile for the first time in my life today. Brian Reynolds after smile. he almost got drilled in the face with a Carlos Santana line drive. So that happened, but it is good to see Brian Reynolds really. He's really stroking the ball right now, and he's one of the worst hitters on this team at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting. He's only hitting three thirteen and slugging five sixty six. So yeah, I mean, he's just he just he's can't probably keep, like the fourth or fifth worst. Best he hitter. can't keep up with with Connor Joe and Jack Swinsky and Jason Delay. Like it, those three are just dominating, um, and Brian Reynolds at this point is just an afterthought. Rumor has it that he it was between him and Maggi on being sent down. Maggi's got better numbers. <laughs> oh dear lord! Uh, also, real quick, I just want to touch on Cabrian Hayes. Okay, really starting to see that swing difference. I don't know if you're noticing it. The attack angle looks a lot better right now, kind of like we saw in spring. He still has let the ball get deep every now and then, but. He's lasering the ball a good bit right now. And it seems like we're pretty close to a little bit of an offensive breakout or a hot streak or something from him. So really, I mean, I, I, I agree. He's hitting the ball hard. He's still not to, I mean, this is like, I guess maybe the only negative thing I'll say is yeah, he's still not like pulling the ball and driving it. Like he's hitting the ball hard. It's, it's there a little more. It's it's okay. It's there a little bit more, but I feel like it's still all to right field. Um, and, and like he's hitting the ball hard there, which is fine. But I'm also seeing like he's he's still pounding into the ground more than I'd like to see. But I will say this: like ever since moving into the leadoff spot, uh, he's looked a lot better. Um, going into today, he was hitting 281, OPS of 845 out of the leadoff spot. So. He's definitely, I mean, that lead, he's been in the leadoff spot ever since Cruz got hurt. So right. you're looking at that's now two full weeks where it's a two weeks or three weeks, two I mean, weeks, might be through the three weeks, Easter, whatever, yeah. whatever Easter was. So uh, it's, I think it's three weeks. So, I mean, yeah. we're now at three straight weeks where Hayes has looked pretty good at the plate. He started off the year just awful. Um, and yeah, he's inching his way back up towards being a league average hitter. He's got his WRC plus up to 88, which is what it was last year. Still need to see more out of him, but yeah, you definitely like what you're seeing more out of him now than say what we saw three weeks ago. And it's also what we've been talking about for years. You can live with Cabrian Hayes being that 88 WRC plus guy when guys, other guys in the lineup can hit. And right now that's happening. So we don't have to worry about that as much. Because yeah. you're just getting a defensive three war player there for fun. Right. That's the thing. Like if he can, and, and that's what makes it so exciting. That's what makes him so exciting mm -hmm. is because the defense is so good. If he can just slight improvement offensively makes him a really good player. Um, so yeah, hopefully he keeps making steps. I, I agree with you. Like we're seeing a little bit of progress there. Hopefully we keep seeing it. All right. Well, the Pirates are 20 and 8. They're the best team in the National League. The Pirates are 20 and 8. 
<laughs> they play the Nationals tomorrow. Johan Oviedo's on the mound, who's just looked incredible all season long. I'm in, I'm kind of excited to see what he can do against this Nationals lineup yeah. because, like, when we talk about hodgepodges of nothingness, it's not, it's, this Nationals lineup is it's just littered with 28 year old rookies. Like it's yeah. just 28 year old rookies everywhere, and and like some failed Pirates pickups. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like um, Anthony Bonda and Michael Chavis. And Chad Cool. And Chad Cool. Yeah, it's uh it's rough. I um I can't imagine it's fun times right now for Nationals fans. So we've been but there. But they do uh, Josiah Gray on the mound tomorrow for Washington, who's probably their best pitcher. Um, but uh yeah, Oviedo has just looked excellent. So yeah, I'm excited to see what Oviedo can do tomorrow. Just excited every day at this point. It's Bucko fever. We've all caught it. Exactly. All right, so the Pirates are going to look to go to twenty, win their twenty-first game of April tomorrow. Um, we'll uh, we'll have, be back with a post game with a post game show tomorrow. God, I can't even talk anymore. Um, we'll be back with a post game show tomorrow. Hopefully, we're here celebrating a, a series sweep. But uh, that's all. That's all I got for you guys. Anything to add before we leave out? Nope. Let's go get the sweep tomorrow. All right. See you guys. Peace out, scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.